Most sports talk shows turn it up to 10 on the amp, but Under the Dome is far from your ordinary sports talk show. It takes it just one step higher. These guys are laughing. Now back to the show that gets the lead out. Under the Dome with CD on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Under the Dome with CD right here on the game. 103.7 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Hopefully you're having a fantastic Saturday morning. I know I sure am. I'm sure our next guest is too. Because unlike me, he's probably at home enjoying a mimosa. After all, he is the host of the Mimosas Till March podcast. I say that because I can't have drinks in the studio. But he's on the phone right now, so I'm sure he can. And we're talking, of course, about Coleman Crawley, a bracketology expert, the second-ranked bracketologist in the world last season. I'm sure he's aiming for that number one spot in 2022. Coleman, how you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic. I hope you all are doing well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on, man. And, you know, obviously we want to start off looking at LSU, who lost last yesterday afternoon to the Arkansas Razorbacks in embarrassing fashion, 79-67, the third time they've lost to them this season. How much does that affect their seeding? We talked about it a while back about how much maybe the tournament doesn't affect your overall seeding, but Joe Lenardi recently put out his. He has LSU as the sixth seed in the South region. How do you see this whole thing shaking out for LSU after a less than stellar showing yesterday afternoon against Arkansas. I don't see it, um, just as we touched on last week, I don't see it affecting their seed line very much. That's a quality loss to a very good Arkansas team that's playing great basketball right now. I agree with Joe and see LSU on the sixth line. Um, Now, last year the committee was a little screwy with their SEC seed lines, I believe. And when I had LSU as a six last year, they ended up as an eight. So who knows where they'll end up, the committee, obviously. Um, but I've got LSU as the six. I agree with Joe at this point. And looking at around the SEC, obviously, we're going to kind of keep it going here. One team in particular, I think their road gets a little bit easier in terms of Arkansas winning the SEC championship in the tournament on Sunday. He's going to be playing Texas A&M at the top of this hour. And a&M, it feels like eventually that team's going to run out of steam, right? Buzz Williams and them. Like, the, the Cavs going to run out of nine lives. And I think this could be the opportunity for Arkansas to really establish itself. Is there any chance that Arkansas could be a sneak in as one of those final one seeds when it's all said and done on Selection Sunday? No, I don't see Arkansas doing enough right now with where their metrics sit at um, to be able to get to that one seed line. Also, their 286 non-conference strength of schedule, that's what's really holding them back. Their other opponents in the SEC played a much more tougher non-conference schedule. Um, so despite their dominance in this conference, I don't see any chance, or, or of late, I don't see any chance for Arkansas to get a one seed. A two is probably their, their highest hope. Talk right now, Coleman Crawley. You can follow him on Twitter at SharpShotSelect. He's the host of the Mimosas Till March podcast. 
Meanwhile, last night, you had a hell of a ball game between Vanderbilt and Kentucky, and Kentucky was able to come away with a 71-77 win. They'll be taking on Tennessee. Who do you think comes out of that one into the finals, and do you think it's going to be Arkansas-Kentucky, or is it going to be or are we going to see something a little bit different? I think we're going to see Arkansas-Kentucky. I agree with you that Buzz Williams and A&M's um, run is going to end. But Tennessee playing great basketball right now, as good as anybody in the country. Kentucky, as you mentioned, didn't look overwhelmingly convincing last night against Vanderbilt. I still believe um, Kentucky, with their offense, would like to see them continue to improve defensively. But I still believe Kentucky is SEC's best representative for a national championship this year. Um, and I see a Kentucky-Arkansas matchup a rematch of that fantastic game we saw in Bud Walton Arena not too long ago. I believe that's who will be the SEC championship. Is Auburn coming into the NCAA tournament like I think they they're the team that's very much limping into the NCAA tournament. The way they performed in the SEC tournament, especially down the stretch, they had a handful of games that like based off of what they did to start the season and start conference play, they were on a heater but they started to cool off very quickly once they got into February. And now that we're that much closer to March Madness, how quickly could this team's run in the tournament end? It, it could end in the first weekend. Um, I, and I don't think there's a single team in the country, uh, maybe you could say with Gonzaga's consistency, that they're a shoe into that second weekend. But there may not be a single team in the country with as chaotic as college basketball has been in this year that I would say, oh, they're a shoe in to the second weekend. And Auburn is certainly not one of those teams. They seem to be playing their best basketball back in January, kind of something we saw of Alabama the year prior. Um, when you're going to Missouri, going to Mississippi State, and having to win very close games against teams that aren't very close to making the NCAA tournament, that's not a great look when you want to be playing your best basketball right now. Um, so I am a little concerned currently, and how far Auburn goes I think will depend mightily on their matchup. I would definitely agree with you. Coleman Crawley right now on the game hotline. And one team in particular a lot of people are going to be looking at in the not-too-distant future and seeing how they do. The Duke Blue Devils, they're still in the ACC tournament, taking on Virginia Tech later on tonight. But obviously, it's the last ride for Coach K. And the way the way the regular season ended was the way anybody wanted it to be, the way they underperformed in Cameron Indoor Arena, the, the way that ended. How much do you think this team's motivated to try and win one more for I think undoubtedly one of the greatest college coaches of all time. Uh, oh, absolutely. I think they have to be motivated. Um, perhaps that loss to North Carolina will be a good thing in terms of that motivation factor. Man, we didn't give Coach K his last glorious moment in Cameron Indoor. Let's get him a national championship. Um, would be fine with that consolation prize. I, I worry about Duke's consistency. They don't seem to bring it on a night-in, night-out basis. I also don't love teams to win national titles that are so freshman-oriented. That lack of experience, I think, hurts. Um, so, yes, they will be motivated. No, I don't think they'll get it done. 
it's going to be fun to see how it all kind of pans out. Where do you see Duke kind of landing in your brackets right here, right now? Right now, I've got them at the two line. They just lack some of the opportunities that these SEC or Big 12 top programs or even Gonzaga in Arizona got to have in their conferences. Um, the ACC not really having a top team to stand alongside Duke like, we're, like we've seen so much in the past in that conference. All of their seeds, North Carolina has played hot lately, but the second-best team is looking to be seeded ninth or worse in that conference. So due to that, I have a tough time seeing Duke, even with a win tonight, climbing up to that one seed. I think they're probably a two. I want to flip it over to some some betting lines because obviously not not only are you a bracketologist, you spent some time looking at the spreads across college basketball, and this is a huge weekend for sports betting, especially on the college basketball front. Not unlike what we're going to see this time next Thursday, where everybody's not going to be working, paying more attention to the scores and spreads. One in particular caught my eye for today's contest, and it's the Houston Cougars against the Tulane Green Wave. Houston's installed as 13-point favorites. Is that line a little bit too high? You know, um, I think it could be. Tulane, an incredible job what Coach Hunter has done there. Very impressed uh, to get to the conference semis with where that program was just a couple years prior. He's done a terrific job and will continue to do a terrific job. Houston, they have an ability, unlike anybody in the country, I think, to set the tone and play their brand of basketball better than anyone else. They just bring an intensity and a focus, particularly on the defensive end of the floor, uh, that, that Kelvin ignites in them. So that's one I'm completely staying away from. I could see Tulane and Coach Hunter mucking it up, keeping it under 13, but also you never know when Houston's just going to come out more inspired than the other team and dominate them from the jump. And on that front, I mean, Houston obviously, Houston's pretty much secured a spot in the NCAA tournament, right? It's, 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 it's kind of almost become academic, this team continually getting into the NCAA tournament over the last few years. Yes, yes, it has. They're, they're without a doubt going to be in the field. What is odd for Houston, though, is they have really struggled in quad one games against elite competition. Now, some of those losses have been very close. One possession losses, that's why their metrics are so good. But their best win at this point is a neutral win over Oklahoma State. So whether or not Houston wins their American tournament is very determinate in where their seed line will end up, more so than anyone else currently still playing. All right, I got a couple more for you before I let you go, and I'm going to come right out the gates with this one. Who's the first four, uh, your top your top seeds in your bracket right now? Currently, I would have Gonzaga, Baylor, Kansas, and Arizona. Um, Kansas and Kentucky, though, are very close. If Kentucky is able to, to knock off or, or to win the conference championship, I think that head-to-head is really going to matter against Kansas. So Kentucky's a team that could steal another bid, but I think or another one seed. But I think it's between those five teams for those four spots. Let's flip it over to who's the first four out in your bracket because it, it feels like, like you said, it's it's a lot very volatile right now. The picture is starting to get a little bit clearer because we're again a little more than 24 hours out 
from the big day when Selection Sunday and they dropped the brackets. Who's going to be the first four out, according to you? Currently, um, this will change, I I imagine, between now and 5 o'clock tomorrow, Central Time Selection Sunday. A really deep dive into the past precedents. We only have two NCAA tournaments of the net and quadrant raking era. Um, And so I love to look at the recent history because these teams' current resumes end up looking very similar to what's happened in years past. But right now, out of the field, my first four out, I have in this order Rutgers, uh, VCU, Wake Forest, and Notre Dame. Now that could change. Um, A&M also right there. But OU I currently have in the field. Virginia Tech I currently have in the field. Um, But some big games certainly upcoming today and tomorrow. Coleman, thank you so much for coming on, my man. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And more importantly, enjoy Selection Sunday, brother. I know that's pretty much your Christmas, whenever those brackets do indeed drop. Absolutely. We're in the best month of the year, um, and I hope everyone else is enjoying it as well, and that you all teams have success in your tournament runs. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate it once again. Coleman Crawley, you can follow him on Twitter at SharpShotSelect. Give him a follow if you love college hoops and also love a little bit of my, the, the gambling. That's why I follow him. Good friend of the program. Appreciate him joining the program as always. We'll have the, that up on demand a little bit. But we're going to take a quick timeout. Got one final take for you. And it involves one guy I talked about earlier in the hour. We started the hour talking NFL quarterbacks. We'll end it talking NFL quarterbacks. And I've got a take that's probably going to ruffle the feathers of a lot of people. Back after this on the game, 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. 